Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jason Wright Show's best Friday ever. All right, so I'm right in the middle of developing a new course for my app in the Vitruvian Lab. And by the way, if you have not downloaded that yet, please go do it. It's free. Just go out to the App Store and download the Vitruvian Lab. You can find it by either searching Vitruvian Lab or my name, Jason Wright. Download it. It's free. And that is where all of my online courses will be housed. Now, here's the cool thing. You can carry all of these courses, which have both audio, video, as well as some print material involved for the courses. You can either download them and take them on the app, or you can actually take them on your PC, laptop, or whatever. But the cool thing is, it's like I try in most of the lessons to mix it up with some uh, some some reading material that you might want to print out as well as some video. There are some presentations. There's some just uh, short videos and there's also just some audio messages. So you can actually break up these courses so that you're sitting at your desk and you're doing some of the actual video stuff, but then you can also take the audio with you. Or if you're just on an airplane or whatever, these lessons are downloadable. So you can download them to your iPhone and you can take them if you're traveling on an airplane or something like that. So anyway, I hope you'll check that out. But anyway, Today, I'm going through this Massively Transformative Habits course I'm developing, which is going to be massive. It's going to be transformational, and it's going to get you in. It's going to teach the habits that will build upon you a better way of looking at life, doing life. It's uh, And it fits into my entire mantra of improve always and always in this idea of the Vitruvian as my inspiration. So those of you who don't know the story, the reason why it's called the Vitruvian Lab, the reason why my newsletter is called the Vitruvian Letter is because I was inspired by Vitruvian Man, which was Leonardo da Vinci's attempt to draw the perfectly proportioned human being. And I thought to myself whenever I first saw this, like, what would the perfectly proportioned human being look like beyond just the physical nature of the human? What would it look like to have perfect proportion emotionally, physically, nutritionally, relationally, all these different things that make us make who make up who we are as humans? What if we were to strive, knowing we'll never reach perfection, but just because perfection will never be reached does not mean it's not a worthy task to pursue it. So what would it look like if we were constantly trying to be this just balanced, perfectly proportioned human? And so that's where it came into into focus for me and how it served as my muse. And to that end, I just had so much fun learning. And I do. I have so much fun learning about uh, biology, neuroscience, behavior science, all these different things that impact how we are able to optimize our mind, our body, our emotions, that I decided, excuse me, to start teaching. And I started creating these courses, and I'm really excited about the Massively Transformative Habits course that will be coming out the first quarter of next year. I figured that's perfect as people get ready to Start off the new year, a lot of resolutions being made. They want to lose weight. They want to get healthier. They want to read more. It's just a perfect time. So I can't think of a better way to do that than to have me in your pocket, on your iPhone, as your personal performance coach via the Vitruvian Lab. So check that out. And as I was doing some research today for the course, I I wanted to come on and talk to you about something that I find incredibly important. And it's it factors into goal setting and actual behavior change in mighty, mighty ways. 
So let's discuss the difference between behaviors and aspirations. Okay. Here's the quickest way you can tell the difference between a behavior and an aspiration. Let's just say that you sign up for the Massively Transformative Habits course. And we do our onboarding call. And I ask you, all right, what is a massively transformative habit that you want to develop? And you say to me, I want to be healthier. Say, okay. Or you say to me, I want to lower my cholesterol by two points. Okay. If I were to then say to you, okay, now, if that's your habit or your behavior you want to change, that's your goal, your aspiration, do it. Lower your cholesterol right now. You'd look at me like I was crazy because there's no way you could possibly do that right now. I mean, Dwight Schrute on The Office claimed that he could raise and lower his cholesterol at will. And when asked why he would ever raise his cholesterol, he said so that he could then lower it. But other than Dwight K. Schrute, a professional beet farmer, I don't think any of us can actually raise and lower our cholesterol at will. However, if I were to tell you to, okay, you, your aspiration is to lower your cholesterol, which we cannot do right here in the course of this conversation, but you can cut back 20% of the fats that you are eating. You can decide to implement intermittent fasting. You can decide to lower your industrial seed oil consumption. Those are behaviors. Those are things you can do right now. But now here's the difference. Behaviors are the things that lead to the aspiration. An aspiration or, or, or you know, more commonly known as a goal is a good thing. And I suggest that each and every one of you have goals, set goals, do the vision boards, do it all. Make sure it's there. But the thing that's going to actually make the aspiration come to pass is the actual behaviors. You know, it's that whole idea of improving 1% per day over the course of a year, which can lead to a 37x improvement. If you were to tell me, I want to lose 20 pounds, then there is no behavior that you could do right then and there to lose the 20 pounds. So therefore, it's just an aspiration. What you've got to do is you've got to figure out what behaviors are going to lead to the 20-pound reduction. See, it's about inputs, not outputs. All the outputs are. The losing the 20 pounds, the only way you're ever going to see that happen is by looking in the rearview mirror. What you need to focus on are those things you're going to do each and every day. And here's another thing, too. There's a thing called feedback loops that are incredibly important whenever you are setting out to achieve a goal, a mission, an aspiration, whatever the case may be, to finish a project. There's a thing called feedback loops. Our brain loves feedback loops. You and I in our everyday life, the reason why we do so many of the things that we do is because of a feedback loop. All a feedback loop is, is it's that immediate telling you, this is a good decision, this is a bad decision, or there was no result from this whatsoever. It's going to be one of those things. And if your aspiration is truly worthwhile, then that feedback loop, that if you're waiting on the aspiration, the ultimate outcome to come to pass, there's going to be this entire desert, this wasteland, this black hole, this chasm, this void between today and the actual feedback that you're going to have. And in fact, here's what, here's the deal. 
Think about this. Losing 20 pounds, let's say that is the actual aspiration or goal. Well, once you get there, what's the feedback going to be? When that day happens, now, when you step on the scale, I guess, and you've reached that point, then you will finally, after three months, four months, six months, however long it takes, you will finally have that one little moment of elation. But waiting, waiting four months for that one little moment of elation because you can finally get on the scale and get that feedback, it's going to be a lot of misery and drudgery in between because here's what's going to happen. Between that day and day one, there's going to be a lot of days of you gained two pounds, you lost three, you gained four pounds, you lost two, ups and down. The feedback is going to be just smacking you in the face, smacking you in the face. So you need to close and shorten those feedback loops. And the best way to do that is to focus on behaviors. It needs to be, I want to lose 20 pounds. Okay, done. Put it on the wall. Think about it. That's where we're headed. We know where we're going. But now we're not going to focus anymore on that. Instead, we're going to focus on the inputs performed over and over and over each and every day that are going to get us toward that aspiration. So what are we going to do? We're going to start exercising. Too vague. What are we going to do? Uh, We're going to start going for walks. Too vague. What are we going to do? I'm going to go for a walk every day. Too vague. What are we going to do? Crap, I am going to go for a walk on Mondays, getting better. Too, too vague. And we're going to keep whittling it down, whittling it down until we go, until we say to ourselves, I am going to go for a five-mile walk every single day for the next six months. And then I'm going to say to you, okay, congratulations, you have just set yourself up for failure. And you look at me and you're like, what? I mean, Jason, You're telling me that if I walk for five miles a day, every day, for six months, I'm going to fail? Yep, you sure are. Well, maybe I wouldn't say it right away because I might pose this question before you give that answer. I might, or before I tell you you're going to fail, I might say, when was the last time you walked five miles in your entire life? Well, I've never done it. Hmm, okay. Okay. Okay, but you're going to do it now every day for six months. You've never done it before. You don't even know if you can do it. What are you going to do whenever you're three miles in? Your audio book has become boring. You're bored. Your feet are hurting. You get hungry. And you're only three miles in to day one. What are you going to do? Well, didn't think about that. Of course you didn't think about it. It's so easy when we're hyped up and we're motivated to make these New Year's resolutions. And the thing that we want to do is we want to think big. You know, go big or go home. And here's the deal. If you go big, a lot of times that's exactly what you'll do. You just go big and then you'll go home and you'll forget about it. You know why? It's because our brain doesn't like all big all at once. What our brain loves is mastery. See, that's the thing too. We think that whenever we're repeating something over and over and over and over, that's how we're developing a habit. But there's more to it than that. What we're doing is we're gaining mastery. We're getting better at the thing. And our brain likes to be good at things because our brain likes a low cognitive load which is really just a fancy way of saying our brain is lazy. Our brain doesn't like to have to think about a lot of things. Our brain likes the path of least resistance. The reason being, our brain is developed to conserve energy because conserve energy means survival. So what we have to do is we need to learn how to take really, really small steps and let our brain know that this is okay. We can do this. 
We're not just going to set out to climb Mount Everest. What we're going to do is we're going to set out to take one step toward the mountain. Hell, we might even not even take a step. What we might do instead is take one step towards learning, reading about the process of getting ready to take a step toward climbing Mount Everest. You see, our, our amygdala, which is where the fight or flight in our brain resides, is going to always default to all the reasons why you shouldn't tackle a large task. So therefore, it is incumbent upon us to take our Mount Everest and turn it into a tiny, 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 tiny little molehill. This is how we get around the amygdala and keep it from going into flight mode. We tell our brain part of this process is doing very simple, small, easy tasks and repeating them. You get better and better. What this ultimately leads to is mastery. And once you reach mastery, then you get creative. Then you know true freedom. One of my favorite stories was whenever John Coltrane was just coming up and learning how to play jazz, and he studied the bird, uh, Charlie Parker, greatest ma- jazz musician of all time, arguably, if not if not the best, definitely one of the best. And John Coltrane, he wanted to play as well as Charlie Parker. And so what he did was he didn't set out to play exactly like Charlie Parker. What he did was he mastered the basics of playing. He mastered his instrument. He mastered the notes. But then he reached a point where he had become so technically sound that while he was precise and great, he was definitely not considered a virtuoso because there was nothing original. But here's what had happened. He had mastered his craft so well that then he could put his spin on it. Then he could start to play and become the John Coltrane that became legendary. See, what we do is we have to start small to master the small things. And when we master the small things and compound them, then before we know it, the big thing, the actual aspiration, that becomes within reach. And before we know it, we've mastered it. And we sometimes surpass the aspiration due to the behaviors on a daily basis, over and over and over, repeated, mastering them, getting our brain to relax. In fact, bringing our brain joy, releasing dopamine, because the brain loves achievement. The brain loves to do things that it is good at. That's why you feel good whenever whenever you, it's like the sweet spot on a bat. You remember playing baseball as a kid? You swing, and whenever the ball hits that sweet spot, it's just, it's like you don't even feel it, and it's just amazing. That's what happens when you repeat the small stuff enough, the small steps enough, and you change the behavior. And the behavior, that's how you conquer the aspiration. So there you go. Hey, please consider checking out the Vitruvian Lab. I'd be grateful. I think this course is going to be really, really good. It is meant to be life-changing. It's meant to get people to explore neurochemistry and how to leverage it towards behavior change and changing behaviors for massively transformative behavior habit life change that's what i am hoping that these courses will do hope you have a great weekend hope you're enjoying this early holiday season we've got thanksgiving coming up and all of us have so much to be thankful for i know i do the girls are coming in town so stay tuned i'm going to get rylan and abby on an episode while i've got them in town they'll probably be probably going to record a couple of them this year 
uh, special holiday episodes with the Knuckleheads. So can't wait to have them home. And I just hope you have an incredible rest of your weekend. Stay safe. And um, I'm Jason, and I am out.